Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey everybody, it's me, your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. We have a very special bonus episode for you today. If you haven't heard it already, we were invited to take part in the Podcast of Avernus event that was put on by Wizards of the Coast. We'll link down in the description because we are episode two of seven. There were seven different podcasts who take place in this relay race across the plains to try to save Lulu the Holyfont from Avernus itself. It was a whole lot of fun. We got to collaborate with a whole bunch of new podcasters who we've never met before and podcasters who we've spent time with multiple times. We were just so excited to be part of it and uh, thrilled with how it turned out. So this week, we have that episode for you. You can jump in right out of the gate Uh, There's lead in as to what the story is and uh, how it wraps up at the end. But we do encourage you, if you haven't already, to go check out the Dungeon Delve feed and listen to everybody else's episodes before or after you listen to this one. Hopefully have a great week. Next week, we'll be back with the regularly scheduled Decimators of Dragons episode. That one featuring Kyle Classett of Bombarded. And we're so excited for you to hear this one because Carla's back too. All right, let's get to it. Have fun. Talk to you soon. Welcome to Dungeons & Dragons. We're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast, and I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore, and with me today is Amy Moore. I am. I certainly am. I'm with you today, man. <laughs> and apparently, whoo, real excited. Uh, I play Thea Amastasia, a, a high elf druid. Maybe throw in your level there. Oh, yeah, for sure. I am a level 16 high elf druid. And Tom Laird. Yeah, that's me. I play Flint Firebeard. He is a champion fighter who's also level 16. Oh, he's a dwarf, too. (laughs) (laughs) And Carla Maxted. I am... Oh, my God. So thrown off. I am a human, is what I was going to say, which is true. I am a human. My character, Nulara Moonbrook, also a human ranger, also level 16. Welcome, everybody, to this wonderful episode. We are episode two for the Wizards of the Coast for their new podcast of leading up to the adventure module, Baldur's Gate Descent into Avernus. It's very exciting. We're just glad to be here. Thanks. Thanks, Wizards. That's right. Yeah. Thanks for having us here. <laughs> so We totally get, belong. Get your game face on. Oh, yeah. Everybody. Okay. Yeah, let's do this. Weird that we all stop smiling when that is not real. Our no. game face it's always smiling. is smiling and laughing. Yeah. But it's an audio medium, so maybe we're very serious as we're smiling. No, you can hear it. You can, you can hear still it. hear yeah. it. I know. Okay, stop I know. it. I can't. <laughs> Being creepy about I'm it. I'm just so excited. <sighs> Fuck it. Let's play D&D. 
Flint, Thea, and New Lara. This is an alternate timeline as, a, as opposed to our regular timeline of when things happen, so these people are just hanging out in the good old town of Baldur's Gate. There's some crazy ass people here, you guys. You see that guy over there is juggling cats? I mean, I, I knew the cat jugglers of Baldur's Gate were a thing, but you know, you just don't really know what to expect until you actually see it. I feel like I should stop him. Should I stop him? I mean, the cats oh. don't look like they're being hurt at all. But they don't I mean, sound it good is either, though. The cat jugglers, it's kind of like a cultural thing. I don't want to. Okay. And I just kind of turn away, because I don't like to see the animals being tossed in the air like that. You continue walking down the street when out in front of you, a bright light illuminates. The people around you freeze in place. You are able to move yourselves, but you see a portal open in front of you. Small at first, and a tiny mechanical hand pushes its way through, almost like it's trying to pry open the portal in front of you. And it does so, inch by inch, until finally... A square-shaped, winged robot creature pushes his way through with an exasperated... Oh, God! Oh, oh. Hey, hey, ah, He dusts himself off. Whew, that was a little bit more work than I'm used to. Well, slap my ass and call me a cat juggler. Timmy, is that you? Yeah, that's me. Hey, guys, how's it going? Timmy, oh, my God, it's been... Ages, years, yeah, it's been a minute. Like a thousand years, it feels like time moves differently on different planes. Yeah, I think hot minute probably covers it. Mm-hmm. Where'd you, uh, where'd you come from? Ah, uh, well, I was back in uh, the old plane of Mechanus, and there, there was some, there's some rumblings and some things going on that we got to get you involved in. But you know, remember, remember how how the Mechanus was all blown up and stuff. Went yeah, back did you there, fix it? Fixed it. You Bippity. fixed it, Timmy. Bippity boppity boop. Like, like it was easy. Well, I mean, I had to go back in and like put in like eh, little Easter eggs of things that had to change the timeline to get it to where it is today. Um, you, you how know many how do-overs did you use? Um, a few, a few. Hmm. But I figured out that whole portal magic thing. I, I, a little shaky on it, obviously, because of me pulling it apart. There. Yeah, I mean, it yeah, seemed really like you were small. Trying to get into a Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> On Get Black into Friday. a way. <laughs> they must have added those since the last time I was on the material plane here. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, with that, uh, shall we? Uh, he snaps his fingers and everybody begins moving back around you. He says, "Shall we go uh, talk about what needs to happen here?" Uh, I, I guess so. Sure, something needs yeah. to happen. I told you then I came through that something needed to happen, well, and you guys so. are going to be involved. And then I started telling you about the alternate timelines as you. He carries on as you walk through the streets of Baldur's Gate, and it is, um, if you think of uh, Waterdeep as a large central opolis. <laughs> I um, do love a good opolis. <laughs> Baldur's Gate is more of the Frotham City. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Frotham City. Frotham City. So a bit grittier. Pro- gr- grittier, a bit darker, kind of a Christopher Nolan-esque feel. Mm. Right. That's what Got it is. It. Yeah. <laughs> like, everything's in, like, a gray tone right. for no reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's there. A little sure. bit of blue. A little bit of blue. Uh, but you make it to the Splurgeon Sturgeon. <laughs> is that any relation to the Slam and Salmon? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? They were partners at one point. 
Okay. But they have uh, since se- separated ways. You know, oh. f- family businesses that go way back. <laughs> the salmon went upstream. <laughs> <laughs> Fish jokes. Shut up, you guys. Continue. This is what, this is what you get. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Uh, you uh, move in and uh, order a few drinks and sit down at a table. And uh, Tibby's like, uh, so um, you, you, you've all been good? The world's still standing. Well... well um, uh, it's kind of a... That's cool. That's bit cool. of a long story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're going to have to go catch up on 83 episodes, 84 episodes, I think, right? It's about 84 episodes worth of things that have happened since we saw you last. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I'll have to go catch up on that sometime. Um, anyways, I'm here because I've been uh, been recruited of sorts by a new... Organization, you know how I like to be involved in the organizations. Is it a crime syndicate? Tibby? No, Are this you one's a crime boss now. This one's cool. This I mean, usually cool. when people refer to things, just calling them the organization, it's not mm. a positive thing. Yeah, I was it's about a to, ominous. I was about to tell you the name before you interrupted me. Thank you. It's the Coalition of Concerned Celestials. Ah, the CCC. That's exactly what I have written down beside it right here. You can refer to it as such from this point forward if you don't want to say out the full name, you know. Fair enough. Yeah. Gonna have a lot of fun rhyming with that. There's a big problem down in Avernus. Have you heard of Avernus? It's kind of like the first layer of hell. No, it doesn't ring a bell. No, can't say I've been there. Well, you don't have to have been there. You're not even really going there. But the CCC... They've lost Lulu the Hollyfont. I beg your excuse me. God bless you. No, no, no. You've you've heard of Holly? You're a druid. You've heard of Holly Hollyfonts? Hollyfonts? Yeah. Oh, little tiny winged yes, elephants are the yes. cutest little thing you've ever seen. Yeah. And Lulu, I mean, she's, she's, I was sitting here thinking maybe it has something to do with elephants, but I didn't want to say it because it sounded dumb. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, you're all up on on figuring out all the things that are happening in in the world, aren't you? Anyways, Lulu, she's down in Avernus, and uh, they need to get her out of there before some certain individuals find out she's there and kind of take her, squish her. How did she get there? It's a long story. The whole thing of the matter is she's down there now. The Coalition of the Concerned Celestials, I should just say CCC, but we're not going to do that now, are we? Um, the whole thing is they got to send some Celestials, three of them, down there, but they can't really go directly there. So they've got to pass it through a whole bunch of planes first. And that's kind of where, where you folks come in. Ah, Christ. Timmy, are you going to get us a smuggle of Celestial? In a sense, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Yes, yeah, we got it. We got it. So um, there's a whole bunch of uh, different adventurers all across different realms and different planes and different worlds, and they've all been kind of brought together to do this. And um, you guys have, well, I mean, you had a really cool plane. You were early on in the list, and you had a really cool plane in Mechanis, and I could have really helped you out there. Uh-huh. But you kind of got bumped down the list. I think I think it's because you say bad words off the top of the podcast. Oh. I don't know why. Well, I think maybe it probably has something to do with Flint's nudity. Yeah, I mean, that... It's it's never Still? helped us in the past. Yeah. No, I mean I mean you're fully dressed now, so that's it's not bonus. gonna last though. Trust me, trust me. <laughs> where you where you're going, you're gonna want to keep your clothes on, my friend, because uh, you are going to the plane of ice. Oof. Oh, yeah. It's... Not a plane of like 
sunshine and beaches. I or... tried to get you the plane of sunshine and lollipops, uh, mm-hmm. rainbows and unicorns too. Uh-huh. Um, but instead, they were like, no, this what this group specifically, they are really tuned in to being super cold. Mm-hmm. Super cold all the time. And you know how you went up north and you were pretty cold there? Yeah, and we did a great job up there, so I can see why they they'd you want to send so us to the ice plane. I Definitely. mean, I mean, almost two of you died to a to an ice dragon. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. yep. Yeah, almost so close. Mm-hmm. Huh. So close. But that's where they got to send you. So whenever you're ready, I can send you, and then they've got everything kind of set up there. You're gonna meet. You're gonna meet a good friend of mine. His name is uh, his name is Reginald. He's a little kobold. I say little, but he's kind of bigger than me. Little, little for you, big for me. He's he's cool. Yeah, I'm, I see the looks you're giving me. Okay, good, Reginald the Kobold. He's cool. <laughs> he's cool. Yeah, he's good. Anyways, he's gonna set you up with whatever you need from there. I was just meant to just be the the bearer of good news that, that you're going to a balmy winter wonderland. Whoops. <laughs> okay, well hold on a second. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you were asking us if we would like to participate in these shenanigans, and now I feel like it's less of an ask and more of a do. Am I uh, okay? Am I yeah. reading this wrong? Would you would you be so kind as to grace us with your presence on the plane of ice? We will grant you with big, huge, lovely-looking parkas. You know what? Since you said it like that, mm-hmm. Tibby, I would love to help. That's wonderful. Wonderful. You know what? It's just nice to be asked. If you could just sign this piece of paper right here that says that you're good, don't worry about reading it. It's just that you're all you're all free and clear. You're going to the plane. Free and clear that, what? Uh, well, I mean, if you don't do it, they come asking. I mean, less less asking. Like I was so kind to do it, and just kind of throw you over there and say, "Please do this." It, without the, you know, it's, please, it's just a formality. It's more of a do this. Yeah, oh, um, okay. We're being voluntold that we are going Be- to the ice plane because and because some- you do such good work. Okay, now okay. hold on a second. What if this mission, for some reason or another, for through no fault of our own, uh, fails? And I'm signing this piece of paper that says, "I'm sorry." What? I mean, if it fails, you'll be dead anyways. This piece of paper has no, uh, no say meaning what whatsoever. Excuse, excuse me. Did I say it's very cold? Uh, just back oh, to the part sure. where you said, "If we fail, we'll be dead." I I meant if if you fail. You'll wish you were in bed. I don't think sleepy that's, head that doesn't. That's not. What well, I'm convinced. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck it! And I, I, I sign my John Hancock. He passes it around the table. Yeah, I sign it too. Oh, and yeah. so, wait, Reginald's going to give us the coats, or should we get those here before he's, we go? He's got a full. He's got a full wardrobe outfit. You can do like a whole montage scene, whatever you want to do with him. He really loves that sort of thing. Yeah, okay, that sounds real fun. All right, yeah, let's go uh, pretty woman it up. <laughs> I was just thinking <laughs> He takes the paper back after you all sign it, rolls it up, and stuffs it into a storage compartment on his body. All right, well, when we're ready, he snaps his fingers, and everybody in the room freezes again. It's really neat. You got to teach me that. Yeah. Uh, maybe next time. Maybe next time. Fair enough. You know, another another 85 episodes. We'll see how it goes. 
hold on a second. Thea steps out, like, apart from everyone and looks into the camera and is like, I don't know how I got myself into this situation. <laughs> Things like this always seem to be happening to me. And then I, and then I turn back. Yeah. Uh, Flynn turn back turns around and adjusts a person's beer to be quite a bit steeper than they'd originally had it, so that when it unpauses, they will get a nice little beer shower in the face. Nilar, anything you wish? You want to take that guy's cats or like... Oh, God. Is, is one of the cat jugglers of Baldur's Gate in the pub? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay, well then, there. yes, I'm going to go and take each of the cats and set them down on the ground. Excellent. Several feet away from him. So of if course. they want to run away, they can. They and if they don't, then that's great. I'm glad they've chosen a, an entertainment lifestyle for themselves. Right? Maybe they're being properly compensated. We maybe. Well, you uh, you folks, it's been a slice. And he pulls out a small device uh, that looks like it begins to steam in his hand. And he, he presses a what you can presume is a button on it. And it shatters into many, many small fragments. And a burst of blue energy comes from the center of it. He stands back and a portal begins to form in front of you. And it's almost like a a frozen pane of glass as this ice spreads out before you and beyond it you can see it's it's kind of frosted over but you can see what looks like a very white and plain room um and he says all right well just uh, hop on through and uh, away you go i turn to flint and i go after you all right do we just like running start or do we kind of tiptoe through what's the what's the uh, well, protocol here he, he knocks at it. It's a heavy thud. You you might want to give a run run start through there, bud. All right. Uh, so Flint uh, backs up a step or two and kind of runs forward and does like some sort of like action leap as he like <laughs> heads through the portal. Make a strength saving throw. Or oh, <laughs> make a strength check. Sorry, not saving throw. Uh, that is a fourteen. Flint takes his running start and throws up his arm and underestimating uh, how thick the, the ice to this portal is, you hear a crack of the ice as you crush into it, but it doesn't give all the way through. Am I just kind of like three quarters of the way, like stuck into this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you are. Oh. Uh, you guys want a little, little help? So I pull out flame tongue and I say muy caliente and I like just kind of hold it near him so it's on fire now maybe melt some of that ice loosen it up a little so my friend can can bust through uh you do so why do you say muy, muy caliente just a plain sword till i say muy caliente then it's a flaming sword you start your your sword in there and it begins to melt the glass but the pressure around it and flint who is three quarters of the way through it shatters around him ice falling to both sides of this portal and you can now walk freely through oh i thought we both were just going to tumble in now <laughs> an amazing entrance reginald where are you <laughs> I, I walk over their prone bodies <laughs> like <laughs> uh, and donnie is with us as well oh yes donnie swoops in from outside he's like Hey there, guys. I'm a dragon, and uh, sorry about that. I was uh, just uh, seeing a man about some cats in the street. He disappeared. The oh, there he is. Maybe I'll just pick one of these up. And are we Donnie, going to the oh my god, Don't no. We're no. going to an I ice plane. Come him on, about that. Um, 
It's it's frozen though. You can't it's eat pets. Like, it's it's like in frozen. Donnie, you, you can't eat pets. No. Okay, okay. It's really upsetting. Donnie, the gold dragon wormling, sheepishly steps through the portal behind New Lara and Flint. It's fine. It's, fine. it's just a road snack, you know. We're crossing. No, Donnie. You no, know, it's okay. Where are we going? Uh, ice. Something to do with ice. I, I don't know. I wasn't right really here. paying attention. There's not going to be any animals to eat in the ice plant. Fuck. Okay. Also, you're you're cold blooded. This is going to go well for you. Yeah, we'll figure that out when we get there, won't we? Are we there? Yeah, we're there now. <laughs> you step, we went through the portal. You step forward and fall, or fall forward into a uh, a white tiled room. There are chairs set up in rows. At the far end of this room, you see a uh, a counter. Doesn't look like there's anybody at it from your vet viewpoint right now. Uh, is there a is bell? It? I was just gonna say that. <laughs> there is a bell. Oh, great! Oh shit! Thea runs forward and in very um, childlike way is like. You, ding, 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 ding. you hear from directly over your shoulder. Would you please not do that? Oh God, Jesus Christ! Sorry. <laughs> can, can I can I help you? As the portal behind you begins to collapse on itself. Are you um, uh, Reginald? I might be. Who's asking? Well, Tibby sent us over here. Mm, Said something mm, about a montage and warm jackets. Uh huh. So a I'm new Laura, Thea, yep. Flint. Maybe you're expecting cool. us. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Did he give you the password? No. C C C. Uh, no, he did not. That's good because there was no password. Oh, so I know okay. you'd be lying to me if you told me that there was a password. You see a name tag that says uh, Interplanar TSA that he flips over, and then it says the Coalition of Concerned Celestials on the back. Yes, uh, Reginald here. Help, uh, here to help you. Help you get on the way. Uh, just, uh, well, we've got your package to get. Um, how much did they tell you about what you have to do here? Very little. Mm. Ice plane. Um, yeah. Smuggling. Lulu, the Holyfont, Celestial. Might die. Might die kind of washed away some of the other yeah. information. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You're you're seasoned. You're seasoned adventurers. They've had people much much lower levels do much harder things. I'm sure of it. Um, so if you just come over here with me, um, I just show you show you show you what you're walking into. Um, you look out a a giant window as he walks you down a hall uh, that opens onto a frozen barren hellscape. Uh, Far away from you, you can well. You can see that wind is moving the snow um, and ice uh, ahead of you. Uh, farther away, you can see mountains, and if you focus on them long enough, you can see that they are moving, like forming and collapsing to avalanches all at the same time. And he says, "This here, you're gonna want to bundle up, and we're gonna give you a, a little sweet little ride to get across the old tundra here." Um, uh, but you don't want to spend too much time outside without your protection. Want to use a nudist, I heard, right? 
I mean, it, it, from time to time. Okay, don't. <laughs> he dabbles. Just don't. It's not a. Just, it's not oh, a. Oh, okay. You know, I don't. I don't yuck any yums. I don't make sure we do any of that. But it's for your own personal safety. You will lose it. <laughs> All right, that's fair. <laughs> In an instant. I mean, that is a warning. So come with me. Come with me. I'll explain what you have to do here as we uh, as we head back. He walks down another uh, set of hallways to a big wardrobed area filled with winter clothes. Well, so there's a package out waiting by the vehicles there that you've got to take to the Shadowfell. Dare I ask what is in the package? Uh, the, the, the Celestials. Oh, okay, good, he, they, yeah. they did tell you about the Celestials, right? The three yeah. Celestials that oh. they're smuggling? Yes, yeah. Uh, I mean, they didn't mention anything about this, uh, what what you call it, Shadowfell? Have any details on that? Oh, yeah, so the big, big idea is they have to hop, skip, and jump through planes to make sure they get through the back door of Avernus um, without being detected by anybody from Avernus, if you know what I'm saying. Um, so the next portal jump that you have to make is through the Shadowfell. Then you got to hand off the package to, uh, he looks at a little notebook that he has, to uh, some nice uh, Bistani folks. Yeah. Flamboyant colors, big carriage, three of them. They'll come on some gray horses or something. It'll, it, it should all be pretty clear once you get there. But you land in the Shadowfell. You, you use, you know, a little portal getaway to get back out to where you got to go and, you know... Bob's your uncle. It's all good. All right. Do we have a specific way to make these portals? Here's the thing. So, to get to the Shadowfell, you need to collect what's known as, in some places, a sticker. Okay. Okay. We're going to go through, like, a supermarket checkout as a small child, and maybe they'll give us one. Or well, oh, maybe we can come in with machine? our own thing, and they have to put a sticker on it maybe. saying that we maybe haven't actually it. stolen it. The, the sticker that it is, 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 is a planer sticker, um, and the only place to really get them is in the only real town in the Plane of Ice, and it's uh, uh, Telegin. Sorry, come again? Telegin. So it's a ways away. Um, hence the vehicle. Um, you got to cross cross the tundra. You um, you might have to pass through some some dangerous areas because it's the plane of ice. It's freaking cold. It's always moving. So it's like one of those areas where like you don't slow down and you don't open the doors. Yeah, yeah, it, that's the idea. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. All right, and once we get to the town. Telegin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We will get a sticker. Yeah, you get the sticker. And the sticker is like it's a pass to another it's portal? Like or a another? pass. Okay. It's the, a, a two-way? Who has the sticker? I mean... It, so many questions. There's a... Sorry. There's a uh, no, well, I mean, it will allow you into the Shadowfell. It'll pop you up near the TSA. They'll let you walk right out into the old material plane. Okay. Okay. Where do we find the sticker? I imagine there's not like a ye old sticker shop. It's a very small town. Not many. I, I don't I don't know if you know this, but not many people, uh, not many folks actually live here. So I don't know why. Yeah, no, we know nothing about this place. Ice plane of hell. Like it doesn't seem. There's awesome, kind of like but... just a central convenience store. OK. Um, 
you know, it's changed ownership a couple times over because the people died. Can't remember what it is now. It was Frank's. Could be Frank's. It's been a while since I've been there, though. My vacation time, I don't really spend at home, you know. I try and Mm -hmm. spend it elsewhere. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, sticker. You got the package. Mm -hmm. You got... I'm going to give you a vehicle. You're welcome to pick whatever wardrobe you want here. Just make sure it fits and it feels warm. I mean, it should be good. Any other questions? Any other things before you get your rolling? You know what? I'm sure we'll find out later that we should have asked something. Yeah, but I mean. for now, I'm just going to ask. And I pull a jacket out and I say, does this come in white? Yeah, absolutely. It's just over here. He goes and runs and grabs it to you. He says, oh, this one should fit you like a glove. And he puts it over your shoulders for you or reaches up and puts it over your shoulders for you. Right. <laughs> Small cool. Uh, okay, I guess uh, montage now? Yeah. Trying on different outfits. Thea finds some like really like furry slip over boots that are like knee high. Mm-hmm. They go over her boots. Sounds of perfect for Thea. Yeah, yep, sure, that sure. sounds just right. I would like to try a series of hats on Donnie. Obviously, hats are very important to him. Yeah, mm-hmm. he needs something very warm. warm. Yeah, yeah, he's got to stay warm. Um, I assume I find like the drabest, most functional items to wear so they're not pretty but they like they're they just will absolutely do the job are you sure you want because some of these like, they look fancy people like to sometimes dress fancy while they're out here in the barren yeah, house it's not really my thing cool i'll just, just check in yeah. uh flint tries on coat after coat after coat eventually uh narrowing down his search to uh, several different pea coats uh this one here not fancy at all you sir Fancy from top to bottom. Well, I mean, you know, figured, you know, new plane of existence, new flint. I like it. Very <laughs> He's dapper. ready to reinvent himself here. Yes. Like, like and I mean, if guy. I got to keep my clothes on, I'm at least going for something good. That's fair. That's fair. You know what? If you're looking for some good real estate, elegant. It's full of it. <laughs> full of it. Dirt cheap, too. Can only go up from there. After your montage, you follow... Uh, Reginald out to a garage and inside you see a large metallic vehicle. Its wheels are carved into saw blades. On the front it has raking razors and the entire body of it is built with scraps and bits of metal and hardened steel. On the tail, there is a sharp spike, and he's, and Reginald says, um, so we've been trying to outfit uh, a few uh, new uh, vehicles, and this one is a specifically attuned to, you know, helps us here. We kind of stole it from Avernus. Um, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, they've got a lot of them going on down there. Uh, we we kind of converted it because they run it on, like, souls. 
And we don't oh. want to do that. No. So we. I mean, we could... how do you run a vehicle on souls? I mean, it's probably a story for another day, but they capture okay, souls yeah. in coins and then they plunk it in. It's like a, a little machine that. Like a slot dis- machine of souls? Well, I mean, you put the soul the soul coin in and it goes. Vroom, vroom, and then you hear like. Ah, oh, because God. the soul is being burned alive. Holy shit. Yeah, okay, that's so that's, that's not what we need that's to do. That's not what we're doing. We've converted Great. it to cold, cold power instead of soul power. Wow. Oh. That's very clever. Very clever. And I came up with it. A lot of that available. Cheap, cheap fuel. Very cheap smart. fuel. You know what? We got a bag of cold right here for you. He puts down um, in the shape of coins, very frozen coin shaped discs. Says we had to keep this the size, uh, but there's all magic on it. That you, you just plunk one in there. If you have to stop, you have to put another one in. You know how it goes. One to start, one to stop. No, if you if you stop, you need to oh, put oh, another yes. one in okay, to get yes. going. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yes, that makes sense. How many coins is there? Ah, uh, plenty, plenty of coins. It's a big sack of coins. Hold you to that, Russ Moore. <laughs> How many times are you starting and stopping? Who knows? <laughs> Every 30 feet. All what right, if there's um, a lot of beauty to take in and we want to stop will, and get yeah, things breathtaking, out? breathtaking. Uh, Hellscape. Yeah. <laughs> I will give you 10 coins if you want a number on it. Oh, God, not, I assumed it was like, like a box like so <laughs> well, That's a lot less than I was anticipating. Sorry, I asked, guys. He made it mm. sound like there was going to be like 200. True, it sounded like there were so yeah, many. Somewhere. <laughs> well, there All was right. so many. <laughs> you forced my hand. Oh God! Until we got sassy with it. No stopping, <laughs> folks. No stopping. Uh, everybody, so, hey, no sleep till Brooklyn. Hey, everybody, go pee now. Because oh, we're yeah. not oh. stopping out there. No, yeah, that's that's a good call. Yeah, Donnie, like, she's talking to you. Oh uh, yeah, um, sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. You got a dragon-sized restroom? Yeah. Oh yeah, just uh, just in the back there. He goes off to go pee. You guys seem much more prepared, asking more questions. Like the 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 the, the folks who handed off, they looked like they were in the, like up to their necks with stuff. Hey, we don't know anyone else's story. That's fair. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a package. Right, the package. He goes over to the to uh, a storage container, pulls out this huge trunk. Dude, have God. Okay. There are three Celestials crammed in here, and they've just been sitting in a box while we're talking about going pee and putting on different outfits? Yeah. I I kneel close to the box, and I go, I'm sorry. But I say it in Celestial, because I can speak Celestial. Since when? Since fucking always. Ha <laughs> 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 I don't know why I brought the guns out, but I did. <laughs> He pulls out this uh, rather large trunk. It looks like um, the same kind of construction as you see on Tibby. It came came from and was fashioned in the plane of Mechanus. And um, it's got cogworks and gears all over it. He pulls it over and he says, yeah, the, the Celestials are in here. They haven't made too much too much fuss so far. I kept them in the back, you know, just just in case they got you know, a little rowdy or something. I don't know how Celestials roll. Um, and he says, there's a little compass here. You just got to point, you know, due 
east. Due yeah, east. Sure. I mean, I had to answer? stop and think about it there for a minute. I had to think of where I was. I sit in the same cubicle all the time, not really worried about directions. I got portals. They, they don't open to a direction. Sometimes they open upside down. Like, Oh, God, that would be very jarring to come through on the ceiling and just have yourself a good fall. Right? That's all I'm saying. Due east. You got to go out to uh, Telegin. From there, you're going to swing a north. And then uh, you might pass through the uh, sleeping old ones. And then I'm sorry. And I'm sorry. Uh, make it right to the next T. Right to the next T. If we could just rewind C-C-C, a little bit. C uh, terminal. Okay, let's back up. To Telegin. A little bit further. To the CCC terminal. Uh, In between there. Yeah. Sleeping old ones. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Who are the sleeping old ones? They're sleeping. Okay. For how long? Forever. Okay. Yeah. Well, then why, why'd you say it all weird, like? Well, because sometimes people get kind of weird. Like, they say there's like a voodoo thing that they like feel like they want to just, you know, go insane. Go crit, go mad. When they pass through that area. Oh, and. See, and- the tone that you're using does not jive with the words that you're using. So it's a little disconcerting for us. Okay, mm. let me lay it out for you here. The sleeping old ones, they say, may have created it all way back in the day. Who knows? They're, they're frozen. They're sleeping. We don't know. They in all say, this whole plane of hell? They may have created this whole plane of hell. N- no, like everything. Oh, everything. Oh. Oh. Everything. They say they may have. They're frozen, though, so nobody can. They're frozen, though, so nobody can really ask. Okay. Wait, I thought you said they were sleeping. Sleeping, frozen. I mean, those are not the same things. I mean, they're not awake. Okay, that's fair, but those are still not the same things. Oh, guys. But this is why I didn't want to get into it. You would have just passed through, not even realized you were there. Except going crazy, potentially? Um, potentially. Okay. So when you say sleeping old ones, they're just like three people out there. These are, like, gigantic, I, I'm assuming, like, monolithic creatures. They, they are quite large. Okay. You, like I said, you might not even notice that you're passing through the area. Is there anything we can do to maybe, like, prevent potential insanity? Um, like, an, like an insanity prophylactic, so to like speak. A serenity now situation. I mean, you can just really center your zen, you know, just like. All right. It's really the okay. it's the it's the quickest way. Uh, well. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I've given up. Okay, Nobody so, wake them. So east and then north. North. East and then north. Okay. Sounds simple enough. What could possibly go wrong? Well, we should go before we hear anything else that we're not gonna like. But yet not be able to do anything about. It's true. Hear, the more that we find out, the less I'm lying about this. Mm-hmm. You hear a, a rush of uh, running water and Donnie comes out. He's like, they've got some cool toilets here. No, hey, uh, Boston, car in the yard. They got some, they got some cool crappers in here. <laughs> from toilets to crappers. Uh, from the mouths of baby dragons. So are we going? Where are we going to? 
We're going to go get a sticker and we're going to go yeah. crazy and then we we're going to go stickers. home. Sweet. Sounds like a party. Like go, go crazy like, yeah, we're going. Absolutely. Yeah, right. To an extent. Mm-hmm. Cool. Can't wait. You pile into this vehicle. We need a vehicle driver. Uh, I'm happy to drive. Is anybody proficient? Is anybody vehicle proficient? I am not so rarely comes up. <laughs> I think Thea would try to uh, drive the car by gesturing emphatically. Did I dream that vehicle proficiency is a thing? Isn't that a thing? It is. It is definitely a thing. Uh, I don't have it written down, but I feel like that's something that a soldier would be able to do. Uh, Yeah, I would say so. I also would say of the three of us, Flint would most likely be good at this. Well, we're more naturey. Yeah, like I am. Yeah, we are both very naturey. I think the is probably really wowed. I like we have never seen anything like this before. Like a vehicle that's run on something that's not a horse and not a magical train. Yeah. Yeah. The fuck? This thing's amazing. Throw that back in there a few minutes ago. All right. All right. Let's get into this death trap, you guys. Uh, Flint, you pull up into the helm. So uh, as far as stations in this vehicle, uh, there is the helm, which requires one crew um, and grants three quarters cover. Um, There is a weapon station, a harpoon flinger. Which requires one crew and grants half cover. And then uh, the third and fourth uh, person and or creature just have to do what they do. Uh, I will With go. With no cover? No, you're like in the vehicle. Yeah. Or you oh, can go outside Which is 100% the cover. Oh, so 100% cover. cover. Okay. Yeah. Can you Mad Max it on a big uh, pole that'll move back and forth? Or a wall of speakers. Ooh. I, like I guess we're trying going. to be incognito, so we don't want someone outside playing an instrument. Playing a horrible guitar riff the whole time. That's no? right. Okay. Oh my god, it just reset me to eight hit, 80 hit points. Instead of short rest, did you hit short sword? <laughs> <laughs> did you somehow cut off a leg? <laughs> oh god, that made me panic. Okay, I'm back to 125, but I did not appreciate what just happened there. Sorry, Nobody folks. liked it. Scary. Like 80? Okay, well. <laughs> going inside and I'm never coming out of this machine. I mean, I assumed you were going inside anyway. Well, no, I was going to man the She's harpoon. She's the harpoon flinger. Oh. Which is only half cover, but. Okay, but the other option is inside full cover. No, there's another weapon station that gives you three quarters cover. No. no Isn't there two the, stations? Oh, the that's helm. the helm. Yeah. So Flint's driving uh, in the helm. I well, assumed maybe, new Laura would be. Yeah, let's th- trade the places. Weaponing. Yeah. I'll okay. talk. I'll talk to the celestials you, hey, and just keep them calm. You t- and hang out with Donnie inside. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, I'll all pop right. up and shoot an arrow if I have to. Um, you load in. You get behind the wheel. And there is a slot for your cold coins, your cold fuel. Um, There is a large steering wheel. There is a a large mechanical lever that Reginald hops in. He's like, you just pop the coin in there. You just pull that down and see those pedals on the ground. One of them stops you. One of them starts you. All right, cool. Uh, How's this thing for drifting? I mean, it's the uh, it's the plane of ice. We got these 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 saw blades on it, so less good for drifting. But I'm sure if you if you if you 
rolled high enough, you'd probably be able to swing it. <laughs> All right, good to know. Okay, make a dexterity check as you begin to start and roll out there, Flint. That is a 16. You pop the coin in and you hear a large rumble as the engine starts up and you see steam shoot out the front and uh, you feel like you're off to the races. You pop it in as far as Reginald told you to go. He says, all right, I'll open the gate and away you go. He closes the the door to the uh, uh, to the vehicle, runs back, closes the door, and then the large gate opens. You see winds, frosts, and snow gust in as you set off into the tundra. All right, here goes nothing. Uh, so am I like standing under a bubble at the top, and I can see things? Yeah, is let's it say like that. A, you know what I mean? Like yep. I think so. like some like sort we're all of in like the same World War II fighter pilot. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Slash inside a tank, like we're like all in kind of together and can talk to one another because it's not that big of a inside. Yes. Great. Um, that's not how it would be in hell, but because they're in the ice plane, that's how they've modified it. So yeah, you have a glass bubble above you that you can see out. Cool. You head east. You travel along the barren tundra for a long time without really seeing much of anything. You come to a, a large mountain range after traveling for several hours. Everybody who uh, is looking outside or could be looking outside, make a perception check. Johnny and I are playing slaps in the back. <laughs> I hate um, this game. Your reflexes are shit, Johnny. Jesus. 23. I had an 8, so that 23 is much better, sir. It's a good thing you're driving. Flint is so <laughs> like very focused. focused. Just so laser focused, focused on the road. Flint is the experiencing, road. like, you know, that driver's hypnosis. You're just the on the road. Because there's there's been nothing to see. Um, you do notice that there are mountains coming up. It's good. <laughs> He's really keeping an eye on that compass, so he knows we're heading in the right direction. Yeah, gotta keep his That's east. important. Nulara, you see a, um, a flash of movement up on the mountain. It looks like a, a creature, a insect-like creature, could be the size of, um, uh, of a regular humanoid. Um, humanoid. You see the glint of uh, what looks like metal shining as you see it run between a higher-up portion of one of these mountains. Uh, guys, I just saw something up in the mountains. Um, it seems weird because we're on an ice planet, but like some kind of giant bug. Ew. But like maybe metal. Like, I don't know. I saw like something glinting. It looked like metal just right up over kind of between the two peaks there. I was really expecting furry creatures. Yeah, me too. Furry, furry creatures. I mean, maybe up close the giant bugs furry. Somehow that's worse. That does seem terrible. That sound that does sound worse. Um, I don't know. Keep keep your eyes peeled and shoot anything that moves. Well, wait, hold on. Maybe that's not the right right, right way to go there. I mean, as long as they're not uh, like making a move on us, I think we just keep try on keep uh, it, try and keep it cool. Yeah, that we, sounds better. Which okay. is pretty Kill easy on the ice moves. ice plane. Ha! Good one, Flint. Ha! Flint, make a dexterity saving. 
That is a 19. You're driving along, um, having been notified that there's something happening higher up, um, and you see about 20 feet in front of you a sheet of solid ice 30 feet long and 10 feet high. You see the chute up in front of you and you manage to turn and slide into the wall before impacting it. Um, and you come to a stop right in front of the wall. Oh, driving. Flint, what? what's going on? Uh, we got like an ice wall situation here. I don't know what's happening. I get up off of Donnie because obviously we all slid into each other in the back. Everybody roll for initiative. What? Jesus. Oh my god. <laughs> 19. Oh dang, Amy. Oh this fuck. Is, it's a it's bizarre just world. I rolled a one. Yeah, so you close. did. So wow. that's a nine. But usually I'm always first. My initiative's so high. Guys, I get to go nope. first and then not at all again for 20 minutes. There you go. <laughs> Yay. I got a 12 press. <laughs> Thea, you're up first, and then not again for 20 minutes. Right. The way God intended it. Okay, I'm going to, um, I'm going to run to the front and just and quickly poke my head uh, where, like, totally taking up space in New Lara's bubble. Yeah. Personal and vehicular. Sure. <laughs> what, can, what can I see? What am I fighting against? Um, you see a, a wall of ice, which you presume that Flint was trying to hit, but you see just like trying to hit the it? moving landscape of the mountains around you. Make a perception check. I will perceive. A 25. Guys! You think you see movement off into the left of you. It jumps to the side. A little farther off in the distance. Guys, to the left, and I, uh, I get, well, like, there's, I'm gonna pop my head out, and, um, and do, do I see, do I have a target? Um, you pop your head out, make a constitution saving throw. I will constitutionally save my throw. That's a nut 20! What's this? What is These are the best rolls you've ever had. Alternate timeline, that makes sense. Right, yeah. See, it's great in this timeline. She sucks balls everywhere else. Um, You get hit by this blast of cold air that just sucks the air out of your lungs, Um, but you manage to stable yourself, and you see in, like, the blizzardy haze uh, the shape of some sort of insectoid humanoid creature. About how far from me? Uh, About 60 feet. Okay, well, I'm going to flame his sphere big time. Because I can shoot that shit 60 feet. I extend my hand and I create a five foot sphere of fire and I shoot it in the direction of this insect humanoid creature. Mm -hmm. And it must take a dexterity saving throw. Also, I am casting this at fifth level. Okay. A dexterity saving throw. Yes. (laughs) That's going to be a 16. 16 does not save. Uh, So at Fifth level, he gets to take, or she, or it, uh, 5d6. Uh, I'm going to stop you there. Why? You hit the creature, and you see it turn around now, illuminated by the fire, and it holds its hands on top of the ball of flame, and it moves it aside. Mm-mm. I scream, you're going to pay for that! And I scooch myself back down, and I'm like, 
you figure. You figure fire would, you figure fire and ice. They're fucking off. It's God damn it. And that's, that's what I, and I continually mumble to myself as others take their turns. Okay, Flint, you are up. You have some options being behind the wheel of this okay. vehicle. I'm so mad right now. Uh, so bonus action. You can start the Infernal War Machine's engine and or shut it off. You can cause the Infernal War Machine to take the dash or disengage action while the vehicle's engine is still running. Insert a, a soul coin or a cold coin and... Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. But if you are choosing to continue moving, um, you must make a dexterity check to move the speed of the... Uh, vehicle, which in this case is 100 feet. Um, it also has crushing wheels if you were to run over somebody or something, and raking sides off the front, which um, the creature you would just have to say, and then the creature has to make a dexterity saving throw on either of those. So if you are to move, you just have to make a dexterity check, and then based off of that, tells tells me how much you move. Alright, uh, so the the vehicle is no longer running right now, right? That is correct. And Amy and Thea has left the vehicle? What? Thea's, no. Thea's popped back in. I, I came oh, back okay. in. Yeah. yeah, I just popped my head out, threw a fireball for nothing, for wasting a fifth level spell slot, and I've come back down. Okay. Um, am I able to see, does this ice wall, like, continue as far as the eye can see? Does it have uh, a corner it only, to it? It's a total of 30 feet so it goes kind of the full width of the ter- of the pathway that you were following down but as you are now in a mountainous range it kind of goes up some sides there hmm. so it doesn't look like I could just like beetle around it too make, easily uh, make an intelligence would that be intelligence or wisdom you're wise about your intelligent about nature give me a nature check uh, it's a 13. Well, your direct pathway is blocked, but you feel like if you did some sweet driving, which you, you know, you've been driving for several hours now on smooth terrain, you feel like you could probably pop a wheelie and get up there. Whoa. <laughs> All right, you guys ready for ambitious. some sweet driving? Mm-hmm. I braced myself. All right, so I have to roll a dex check in order to move the vehicle, correct? That is correct. This is exciting. Uh, that's a 15. Yes. So you, tell me what you are aiming to do. There is like stunts and stuff, but I don't think we need to. I mean, that, that wheelie idea sounded pretty dope. I'm not going to lie. You do so. You you rev up the engine. Everybody hears it fire back up and the steam begins pouring back out, which you see crystallize in front of you and it coats the front of the windshield. Um, as you begin moving forward, it clears off, and you make it up and around and to the side um, and begin to move along kind of this slanted ridge. It is... You the boss! I'm screaming from the back. It is the creature's turn, um, which Thea saw pretty well. Make a nature check or... Uh, sorry, a history, probably a history check. History? So a history, well, it's a 23. Um, you recognize it as an ice devil. Guys, it's an ice devil up there. That bastard caught my ball of, I- ball of fire. 
It has a face that has like cockroach-like pincers, two giant golden eyes, an exoskeleton, and two uh, more human-type arms, and a long body with a long, scaly... Alligator tail. Alligator tail. Yeah, that's a good description of it. With two insectoid-like legs. New Lara, kill it for me. (laughs) I don't like it. It is... It's yucky. It is its turn. You hear a thump on the back of the vehicle. And that is what it can do. Nulara, it is your turn. So you can't see it right now from the bubble at the front. But sometime I will be able to see it, and then I'm going to have some kind of harpoon I can use, correct? Yeah, you've got harpoon weapon stuff. We'll we'll get to that one. Okay. Well, it's on the vehicle now, so I don't really want to, like, pop out. (laughs) But it's, like, right there. Um, So can I ready in action so that when it is in when it is harpoonable I can try and harpoon it yes so until your next turn you are readying the action that if it comes in front or in view of where your range is um, that you can shoot it yeah cool all right uh, back to Thea oh sorry Donnie Donnie gets a turn in two Donnies right um you did that on purpose. <sighs> it's been a while since we've played with Nilar and Donnie, so... It has been. Um, Donnie is going to pop out. He is going to try to fire breath the creepy crawly. Okay, may, uh, so, it, as he leaves, you must make a constitution saving throw. Okay, because it's cold. Okay. Uh, uh, that is an 18. He to uh, the... It cracks open. Uh, so where's he going out? So we'll say there's there's a, a door nearer the helm, there's a door at the back, and there's a door on the roof. Where's he going out? Um, I guess nearer the back, because he was inside. The way I was picturing, like, my, like, little gunner bubble, they're probably... It was pretty tight in there with Thea and I. I don't think Donnie fits in there with me. No. no so yeah. I guess, like, kind of the back door. Okay. Um, so as he goes out, he's going to pass by this creature, though, and it's going to take a swipe at him with his yuck hands. Yuck hands. <laughs> Classic. It's the yuck only hands. kind he's got. Only yuck hands. He's just going to swing with his claws, which might not hit. That's a thirteen. That does hit. Oh, all right. Thirteen. Then he's going to take. 10 slashing damage and 10 cold damage. Oh my god. Well, it's going to be extra disappointing when he sees that his fire breath does probably nothing. But let's try. Can't he do another breath though? Doesn't he have the option of like a Um, a different kind of breath? Yes. He, yes. Because don't do fire. Yes. He heard me complain about what happened to my fire ball, so I think he would know. Okay, sure, sure. He's going to try and do his weakening breath. Oh, yeah, weaken the shit out of that thing. All right, what do I have to do? Uh, you just have strength. to take it, Russ. <laughs> strength saving throw. Just roll over and take it. That's a 15. Okay. Which, sorry, I've literally never used this attack before. The fire's usually such a hit. 
Um, <laughs> kids just love it. They just love it. It's all the rage these days. I think it does nothing. It does nothing in that case. That's disappointing. <laughs> Great. So Donnie does nothing. Just gets hurt pretty bad. <laughs> does, does he come back in? Yeah, he's going to come back in. Uh, if he's going to come back in, he's going to take another swipe. Oh, fuck. I, no. <laughs> there, but he didn't, like, come out. He just, like, stuck his face out. Oh, okay. I thought he, like, came out. No, like, no, 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 no. Full he just, like, out. Yeah. Okay, well, he still oh, took a hit. Yeah. yeah, I know, but yeah. come on. Okay, yeah. But he's not, like, fully out, turn around, go back in. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he went like this. Yes, got exactly. Got him in the face and went kind like, of, <gasps> He kind of gophered up, got hurt real bad, did his breath, it did nothing, and then came back he in was like, shook. fuck this. He Don- couldn't perform. Yeah. Donnie comes back in, he's like, hey, new Lara, kill it for me, eh? <laughs> a lot of pressure, you guys, a lot of pressure. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, does Donnie close the door? Can yeah, he close yeah, the door? Yeah, yeah. The door is closed and okay. locked he and opened barred. It. He better be able to close it. Pulls the door closed behind him. Uh, it is back to Thea. That's you, Amy. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I'm not going to lie. Is there windows? Like, can you do spells through windows? How does glass affect magic? <laughs> I, th- I think I just have to see the creature. Right. But Usually there's a range of the spell starting. Yeah, we can't. I can't see like up and then also back. Yeah. So your window is useless to me. I know. But, um, I what a tricky what... creature this is. I know. <laughs> Sliding I... in the blind spots. God. Um, okay. So. So, Donnie went up through the back and got an opportunity to attack from the ice devil, right? Yep. So I don't want to go there. Um, so I guess what I'm going to try to do. So again, there's a door to the side and a yeah. door. Um, kind of up in the ceiling. I'm going to poke my head up in the ceiling. Okay. Okay. So I do that. Make a constitution saving throw. All right. That's 15 plus 4, 19. You're good. Okay. I uh, I quickly, because god damn it's cold, uh, I snap my fingers and do like a pew pew thing and I and a stream of sparkly teal colored sparkle comes out of my finger and as I cast a fairy fire on this som bitch and now everyone has advantage against do I not get a saving throw? no fuck you yeah okay it's a dexterity saving throw uh, I believe that was a no comma fuck you <laughs> yeah there was there's a hard comma in there uh, it's a 23 yeah okay fine and then I go and never mind and I put the other gun up like see you later and I pop my head back down and close the door <laughs> Okay, Flint, uh, you are riding along the side. Um, you uh, you begin to feel like the ground shift beneath you. Make a perception check. Okay. That is a nine. You feel like it's getting to be a bumpy ride. So you've passed the wall, um, but you... Sh- you- you get the feeling that you probably don't want to be up on the wall, or on like the side of this where you are for very much longer. All right. Uh, can I kind of drift us back down towards the normal pathway? Make a dexterity check. Oh, that's much better. That's a 19. Ooh. Um, yeah, you quite easily glide back onto the path and, and bolt ahead unhindered um, for the next hundred feet. Um, as far as 
As far as like actions and things yeah, are concerned, you still get action. You still get actions. So okay, can I ready an action that if I can like hear this thing moving on top of the car, that I like slam the brakes on and maybe send it flying forward into like harpoonable sure. range? Yep, yeah, absolutely. It's the thing's turn, and it's that's its next move. So it moves along the top. So make a perception check to see if you hear it move. 15. Yeah, you hear footsteps or like claw steps as it is working its way um, along this roof of this vehicle. Would you uh, say it skittles along? Could skittle. Yeah. I I give a little like hang on and I slam the brakes on. I do not have time to hang on. <laughs> I slam into Donnie. <laughs> okay, make another dexterity check. 14. Uh, you slam on the brakes, um, and the entire vehicle begins to spin. You hear the the creature, the ice devil up above, uh, begin to tumble and down and falls in front um, and onto the glass of where the vehicle is. Do I have the wipers on so they're, like, hitting it in the face? <laughs> yeah, you're like, ew. <laughs> and then you, you're hitting buttons on the dash and fire up the wipers and knock it off, and it rolls down onto the snow in front of, so we're in the direction that where you were going. And it still gets a turn. When does my ready to action happen? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. I was just thinking that. Is that what, <clears throat> yeah. I thought that's no, what you were saying. Yeah. Is it harpoonable yeah. now? Yeah. It is harpoonable now. I forgot you're ready to action. Yeah, yeah. harpoon it. You're ready to action. Um, how, do I, now. how do I harpoon it? What do you I do? do? I don't it. know just, about this you new just weapon. Do it. Just hit the trigger. I just um, I just hit harpoon. Yeah, it's harpoon. just a big button that says harpoon. So yeah. harpoon flinger, ammunition ten harpoons. Uh, oh. You get a plus seven to hit. Great. Right. A range of 120 feet, um, and it does two d8 plus two piercing damage. Okay. So I just roll an attack roll plus seven is 16. You see it fall off and fire the weapon um, and it hits right beside where the ice devil was and skids through the ground. It stands up and leaps at the glass and begins not punching it because that would be silly. Um, Maybe it's really dumb. No, it's not going to make fists. Um, It is going He starts to... juggling cats. <laughs> yeah, juggle cats. It's that guy. It's that guy. Oh, God. You've wronged him. This is why I we're here. I hate that guy. Um, <laughs> it's going to jump back up on the vehicle, and you hear it trying to open the top hatch, which it does not succeed at. Um, so it's back on top of the vehicle. Uh, we are to Nulara now, your actual turn. Obviously, it's... The harpoon is not fully articulating. It is just pointing no. forward. So if you look through the, the, the glass bubble so I that can we've see established, it, but I can't you shoot can it. You can see it, but yeah, it doesn't turn all the way around. So you've got like 180 degrees kind of left to right that you can reach. Why don't I cast wind wall and see if I can like just, I don't know, blow it off of us. Okay. We can we can just peace out. Tell me what I have to do and what it does. Okay. Uh, on a focus point, uh, 50 feet long, 15 foot high, one foot thick, wall of strong wind. Okay. 
Um, I can shape it any way I choose. So, in fact, like, I'm going to try and have it, like, just more focused on this dude who's gross and I hate him. And he has to make a strength saving throw. Nine. Okay. So, he does not save, so he is going to take 3d8 bludgeoning damage. Nice. Okay. Have three D's. Uh, so t- that is eleven. So fourteen bludgeoning damage. That's good damage. It's some damage, so I'll take it. <laughs> right? I don't think we've heard this thing. Yet. I don't think so either. I say it failed so bad that your wind wall apparates and pushes it off of the vehicle and into the side bank of this trench that you're going down. Donnie's turn. Oh, sorry, unless you have other actions. Um, I mean, I could do another attack, but mm, can I? Not really. Not gonna get out and fight it with a sword, so. Fair. Um, okay, well, he's further away now, so I think Donnie is going to... Ah, I don't know. Maybe Donnie isn't that smart, and he's gonna try and do his fire breath anyway, because... He wants to do something. He's not going to get out and bite it. So he's going to pop his head out the top because he'll be able to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's going to try and recharge his fire breath. Okay. Do you have to take Which, another constitution saving Oh, throw? yeah. He probably does. Yes. Sorry. Okay. Um, or is that just me who has to do that? No, <laughs> no. You're right. So that was 21. Nice. Yeah. He's fine with the cold. So he did recharge his fire breath, which is great. So, he needs to make a deck save. 13. Uh, so it meets its beat, so he is maybe going to take this damage. I'm just waiting for Russ to tell me that he doesn't, it's, but let's pretend he is. I mean, the little smirk <laughs> Russ had on his face indicates right? otherwise. Uh, so, so, Donnie lets his flame breath go, and it he, the, the ice devil kind of rolls to the side, catching half of it, but it doesn't appear to do any real damage to him. <laughs> Jeez. Doesn't even make any sense. Thea, does Donnie... What does Donnie tuck back in? Yeah, Donnie tucks back in and closes and locks the door behind him. <laughs> Thea. Yeah. Uh, I scream, like, floor it to, to Flint. <laughs> Sounds like and, it's a good strategy. So are you taking the help action there? Or are you? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, I... Well, is it prone on like in the in a snowbank essentially? Uh, it is. You can't necessarily see that. Nobody's vocalized that. Oh. What about uh, talking to your celestial friends? Do they have any advice for us? <laughs> they didn't talk back to me when I <laughs> apologized to them. So I don't know. I w- I, I I whisper. I go, "Hey, you guys ever fight fight a nice devil? Got any insights here?" Um, you hear a muffled, like, I think you'll be all fine. Sorry, they think we'll be fine? Yeah. They think we'll be fine. So their soup's oh, helpful. That's good news. Um, I pop up out of the hatch. I take fucking cold damage. 
I guess. Did you, did you roll? A seven. I've been doing fine thus far. Uh, you take ten cold damage. <sighs> I go, sweet Jesus! And then I cast Toll the Dead. I point a pretend gnarled finger at it. I'm trying to totally intimidate it. Uh, and um, bells fill the air. Bell sounds, not just like bells. Yep. And then <laughs> it must have... Just <laughs> lots throwing of bells. bells at it. Just, who knows? Uh, and they must make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, 27. Jesus. Ice devils are wise as fuck, hey? This guy's a librarian in his day job. <laughs> yes. Right? Get, get pulled off the, pulled uh, off the side. It doesn't even right? take half my damage. I give it two birds, <laughs> and then I go back down. So what happens when you do this, though, is the, the dolorous sound begins to ring, and mm-hmm. it vibrates the walls of this cavern. And you see, as you tuck your head back in, snow beginning to fall in an avalanche down towards you and the ice devil. Guys, I did a bad thing. Flint, go, 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 go. Flint, it's your turn. <laughs> do you go, 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 uh, go, 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 um, you pop another coin all. into that's three coins used. Three coins so far, yep. I pull the gear and stomp on the pedal. You floor it, and the saw blade wheels begin to churn as you kind of turn the vehicle, and it kicks up snow towards the ice devil, and you catch some traction, and it launches off just as the avalanche rushes over top of the ice devil. Hey guys, I think I think I may have killed it inadvertently. Someone wants to look. And I mean, I it. wouldn't say we're we're home free yet, but so good I'm, job. Thanks. I, I'm looking. I do you want me to perceive it. Yeah, do it perceive. In the parlance of the game that we're actually playing, should yeah. I <laughs> try and perceive what is happening? Eh. Do it. Meh. Twenty-one. You look and you see kind of where it was. The The whole vehicle was kind of fishtailing, giving you an in and out view. But you see it get entirely engulfed in this avalanche um, and no movement from that position anymore. Okay, I don't know if it's dead, you guys. I mean, it didn't. It got buried in snow, but I think it kind of likes the snow, but maybe deep enough. Hopefully just deep enough to keep it off our ass and we can get to town and get a sticker and get out of here. And I totally meant to do that. So it was a it was great strategy. It really played out. I'm Thanks. proud of you. Uh, you continue driving for another hour or so until the cavern that you're in opens up. May I heal Donnie in this time that we are driving? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, how long have we? Have... How long are we driving? Did you say a couple hours? Just an hour. I said so. an hour. That's a short rest. Perfect. Love short oh. rests. Oh, good. He gets... Short rests are my favorite. When does he get back on a short rest? Donnie gets his fire breath back or his weakening breath, neither of which have really like helped him, but... Yeah. What about his hit points, though? Uh, he would get one of his hit die back, I do believe. Correct? Oh, you, can, you can roll as many as you want, but oh. yes. Oh. Yeah. You've been traveling for about an hour, healing yourselves as necessary, and the cavern opens up and onto a small village. Small sign, 
covered by mostly mostly covered by snow um, with the first three letters that you see T E L and the rest is covered in a snowbank. Guys, I uh, I think we're we're at Telegon. Oh, thank God. Okay. So what do we see? Does it look villagey? Is there like anything? Is it one stoplight in the corner store in a church or are the that, roads real wide? We can drive this monstrosity through yeah. it. Or? Oh, absolutely. Okay. The roads are real wide. Real, real wide. The wheel wide. Real wide. Real wide. Real wide here in Telegin, we got the widest roads in the world. The roads are really wide, and you are able to drive uh, down them with no problem. Real estate is real, uh, real good in this place. You get a nice plot of land for for the size of house that you have. Really good. Um, you drive around some of the villages or some of the town. Um, you see lights on in some of the houses, and you get to what you presume to be the center of this town. And you see what looks like it could be a corner store with a sign that says, Not Frank's Anymore. <laughs> I like it. These people are going to be witty. I guess uh, I guess we're here. Let's uh, let's let's get this sticker. It's a sticker, right? It's a sticker. We're looking for a sticker. Seems really inconsequential. Like you think it'd be like a medallion or. Now, should I slowly circle the block so we keep these coins or do you want to stop the stop the cruiser here? Well, I think our sticker gets us. And you know what? Maybe they have more coins for this machine because there's probably run on souls. I think this is the only one that runs on cold. I don't want any of those. The soul coins. Well, no, no. The soul ones are just in Avernus. They stole these machines. Oh, okay. So. Well, do you want to keep it running? Maybe Nulara and I pop in and. Just slow down. Real yeah, you slow. just. Uh, we'll just tuck and roll. All right. Works for me. All right. Okay. Let's save these. Fuck. These fucking coins. <laughs> Carla. Sorry. <laughs> Seemed like the kind of thing he would be specific about. I didn't mean I to force his hand. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. It adds a level of worrying about your budget. Now we've got like a speed <laughs> thing right. happening. We do. That's right. That's right. Don't go yeah. below 50. Keep going. <laughs> you walk into Not Frank's anymore, which is a very nice wood cabin style, like uh, corner store family owned and operated for a bajillion years kind of feel to it. Only not. Only not. <laughs> they just keep adopting the previous families. Right. Yeah. Children? No, store. Oh. Because they die, Amy. Well, I know, they but they must leave their children anyway. You're making it so much darker than it needs Hello? to be. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Not Frank? You hear a voice come from the back. He's, yeah, it's Ben. And he comes out as a portly man. Big bushy beard, bald head, hair shooting out the sides oh. uh, in kind of the, the, you know, the Picard style hair growth. So like the dude from Scrubs, Ted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Yep. It looks exactly like that. Um, in a kind of a stained collared shirt. So he walks out and says, what can I do? What can I do you for? You're new, new around these parts. We don't get a lot of visitors. Oh, yeah, hi. Uh, sorry, Ben, was it? Yep, Ben's. I didn't. It, 
It was easier to put up not anymore beside Frank's. That way it's a little more universal down the road. Not many people have signs. I'm the first one to think of that. You know, they've been changing signs here for centuries. Oh, wow. Well, you're very it's clever. Really very smart. Very smart. Because unless the guy's name is Frank, exactly. the sign's going to be just, accurate. He could just take those down and then you're it right. becomes Frank's again. There That's genius. It's right? a genius idea. Thank you. I don't get enough appreciation for these sorts of things around these parts. Wait, hey, Nulara, just because he's so... Do you think he might know anything about how to get a sticker? Ah, sticker! What kind of sticker are you looking for? Well, we're uh, we're we're looking for a sticker to help us go to the shadow fell. Fell. The chateau fell. <laughs> shadow. <laughs> Sounds like a real nice place. Yeah. Much much more much nicer than what I could afford to go to. I'm sure the chateau fell. I don't know what kind of stickers they they take at the chateau fell. Um, but we have stickers. I mean, are you just looking for like a sticker that's like says I was I was here in the plane of ice or like Yes. You know. One of um, those. Yeah. Any kind cool. of um like interplanar kind of stickers or like, like a, a portal sticker. Portal range. sticker. We got these cool ones over here. Come come take a look at them there. Uh, Please tell me it shows us some Hello Kitty stickers. Um, that's fun. Scratch and sniffs. He shows you a, a an entire case of stickers, um, one of which he points out specifically. He's like, you, you, you look like you might like these ones. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's the one with the little kitty cat face, the little cute little bow up there. Yeah. <laughs> Got those in a few decades ago. Yeah, that's, su- that's super cute. Yeah. Uh, we're looking for something a little more functional to get us from one place to another. I don't know what you're talking about, but if you're looking for something to say, you know, I was a tourist and I've been here, you probably just want one of these that says, like, I've, I've been here. And he points to one, um, and it, um, it, it, it's, it's, they're more like a magical sticker. Like, if you look at it, see, you can see, like, the ice growing on the sticker. And it's like, it's kind of like growing and melting at the same time because it's warm in here. So it melts and grows and it looks real cool, doesn't it? Well, yeah, that looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Were uh, those your idea too, Ben? Those some of your, some of your uh, marketing ideas? I, w- I would like to take a, take a, you know, a credit for this sort of thing. But uh, this one was, uh, this one was Frank's idea. This oh. one was Frank's idea, yeah. Well, well, I'll take one Rest of those. his soul. He's frozen out in the street somewhere. That's the streets are paved in people. Oh God! Wow. Saves on uh, burial uh, hmm. costs. I'm not a marketing genius, but I'm going to say maybe don't put that on the sign for the table. I mean, stickers. Do you want the sticker or not? Yeah. Oh, I'll take a sticker. It seems like you're in dire need of this sticker. Are we? I mean, it seems like it. You just keep uh, talking about yeah, no, sticker. Yeah, no, I'll take one for sure. Yeah. Great. How much is it worth to you? Well, how much does it cost, Ben? He covers up the sticker. <laughs> 20 gold. Oh, I only have five. Five gold. Hey, I think that's a price I could, I could deal with, and I give him five gold. Thank you. Thank you very much. Five gold. Oh, look at these. These are... These aren't from these aren't from this plane. Hmm, I wonder if they take this currency at the bank. Interesting. All right. Hey Ben, you got a bathroom I can use? Oh sure I do. Back there in the corner. Long travels? Yeah, yeah. You know, I have a rule anytime you stop. Just best to make use of the facilities while you can, you know? Cool. Yeah, I get it. 
Okay, I'm going to go to the bathroom. You got to use the bathroom too? Yeah, it's just a single, you just got to, you know, little lock. He tosses you a big key with a big wooden plank <laughs> attached to the end of it. <laughs> because of all the people who come through and steal that fucking steal bathroom, the bathroom key. key? Okay, that not one, again. That one was my idea. They, you know, they keep walking off with the keys, losing them in the snow. Hard to find them between all those bodies. Right? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go to the bathroom, and I'm going to try and, like, because I don't understand what's happening. I'm going to try and look and see if there's, like, something hidden in the bathroom <laughs> that is the thing we're looking for. You know, the secret hole where the magic stickers are in the convenience store bathroom. <laughs> I don't think that's the hole that's in the convenience store bathroom, but feel free <laughs> to look through any hole you find. <laughs> So are you looking for the TSA office that you now have to drive to past the sleeping old ones? No, I thought this was a fake sticker. We still need to find the real sticker. Yeah, we're very confused about the sticker, Russ. Yeah, I also have no idea what's happening with the sticker. (laughs) Is that the real sticker? You're being very facetious and we're not sure. It's a fucking sticker. Oh my god. I thought we had to solve the sticker riddle now because (laughs) the store. I was about to be looking around. I guess the store doesn't sell the sticker. We need to find the sticker. No, it's just okay, well, in that case, I just do a quick number one, and then I'm out of there. <laughs> Thea takes the key and passes you and also uses the bathroom. Just in case Russ makes us, like, roll for bladder or something like just that later. Just in case. Uh, well, thank you so much, Ben. Ben, yeah. it's so great to meet you. It's a pleasure to meet you. Thank you for buying the sticker. And uh, hopefully it uh, serves you well in your travels. Was there only one sticker? Of, the, of these types? Yeah. Well, there's a few of them. Well, can I take, can I take three more and I and I give him fifteen more gold? You said you only had five gold. Well, yeah, five gold for one sticker. Putting it in the books, no negotiations on price moving forward, and not Frank's anymore. Yeah, that's very smart. You're a clever guy, Frank, and handsome to boot. And I give him a little wink. He hands you the stickers and takes you gold. If you want. I guess if you're going to sweet-talk an old guy like me, that's uh, that's the best I can do for you. <laughs> you're looking at Tom right now. Itch of the beard. <laughs> All right. Uh, stay frosty. Did you almost call me Frank? I heard the f-, f after that. No. It's not Frank's anymore. It's not Frank's. I didn't call you Frank. You hear him yelling as you leave and see Flint roll up. We start jogging alongside the vehicle. <laughs> I like speed up a little bit every time you guys go to get in the vehicle. What a dick. You all get back on board. You begin to travel again. Make a dexterity check, Flint. Not you. You're not driving. I do. Not I you. Up my dice. Uh, that is a 13. Um, so you uh, continue to drive just fine. You remember which way you were going? North. You head north. Uh, you begin traveling for uh, a Past few more. Past the sleeping old ones. No, that's You begin traveling for a few hours, and um, the uh, af- after uh, after about three hours, um, you get to a point when um, there's just it, it begins to darken, like visually. It begins to get darker. Everybody make a um, wisdom saving throw. 
an insanity roll. Here comes it. Fuck. Nine. Uh, twelve, and only because my wisdom is a plus ten. <laughs> well, that is very smart. Uh, twenty-one. Traditional Thea's coming back, you guys. Flint, make a dex check at disadvantage. Okay. Uh, first one is an 18. Second one is a 15. You're keeping it on the road just fine. You begin to feel like maybe you want to drive down off a cliff. Thea, you begin having dark feelings as well. Nilar, you're fine. (laughs) Thea gets real quiet, kind of sits in the corner of the vehicle. Flint, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, just uh, driving along, kind of thinking about these uh, sleeping old ones, and I kind of call to the back. I think there's uh, anything, anything to what uh, what Reginald was talking about before. Well, I mean, I'm the whole world getting dark is pretty ominous, but. I mean, all we have to do is follow the compass, keep heading north. That's it. Are we going north? New Lara. Flint checks. <laughs> New Lara and Thea make a uh, perception check. Thea disadvantage. Well, thank God for that disadvantage. 12. 15. <laughs> no, hold on. Yeah, sorry, 12. Uh, as uh, Nulara says, are we still going north? Flint, you look down, you're not going north, but you don't feel the need to say anything. Thea, you look down at the case, and there is a compass on the case, and it's pointing east. Nulara, you see that the vehicle is... You you feel it's a more wide-open plane, so it's hard to tell which way you're going, but you feel like you've been slowly turning, um, and ahead of you, you see what looks like a dark ocean of kind of a mist ahead of you. Well, we're probably all going to die in that. Flint, are we going the right direction? I need you to answer me. I mean, what really is the right direction? Uh, what am I What am I feeling here, Russ? Do I feel compelled to lie about it? Like- I'm just in a car with a bunch of fucking emo teens right now. You're overcome by sadness and madness for lack of a better term Um, and you are currently driving towards a cliff face I mean what does it what does it really matter we're going aren't we well we definitely need to be heading in the right direction you want me to take a turn maybe you want a little break you want a little break I could drive for a while no I feel I feel like I'm good but I mean um, Nulara, you can make uh, a persuasion check against Flint's insight. Can I? Because I got a seven. Uh-oh. Insight. All right. Ooh, my insight is a minus one. Oh. It's a three. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it all worked out in the end. I guess it all, um, it all worked so, out. So, um, yeah, Flint, you feel persuaded that Nulara can, can take this last little leg for you. Uh, you remember... The the tutorial on how to drive this bad boy, you good? Yeah, one one makes it go, one makes it stop. Let's let's keep things rolling and we'll do a real one of those cool quick changes. What do you say? Alright. Sure, yeah. 
I uh, pop it in cruise control. <laughs> she takes over. Okay. Put a brick on the gas yeah, pedal. Yeah, right. Yeah, isn't that how every cruise control works? Yeah, absolutely. That's what I use in my car. Um, okay, so I am driving now, and I am going to head us back in the correct direction, north, where we want to be heading. Make a dexterity check. Uh, well, that's only a 10. You see which direction that you were going exactly, and you turn it back north. Um, and Flint, you go and sit in the back with Thea, um, and... I mean, you couple real sulky, sulky folks in the back. Is Donnie now. affected by this? I guess we didn't. I, um, I, I wrote ask. for him. He he's doing fine. He's having a nap in the back. Oh, okay. That's what if him. we, what if we were to just leave the Celestials here? What if we just open the box and let let them deliver themselves? How you guys doing back there? You want some tunes? You want me to play some music or? Do you have anything like any any slow ballads? You have some dashboard confessional. Donnie wakes up. He said, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." Chris, Chris Carraraba. <laughs> Did you say dashboard confessional? Because <laughs> Donnie always has dashboard confessional with him. <laughs> Just cranked all the time. <laughs> Wish I had he some starts lyrics. singing. He starts singing that dashboard confessional song. Yeah, Russ. Yeah. Yeah, dashboard confessional, real emo shit all over the place. Um, Thea and Flint make a wisdom check. Check? Or oh, minus one does not matter that time. That's an 18. Uh, here go, uh, no, it was saving throw last oh. time. So yeah, saving throw, sorry. Ah, uh, 17. Thank God for that plus 10. Am I right? You guys... Travel for a little while longer, Donnie serenading you with your sweet emo tracks, and you forget kind of about you you forget about releasing the celestials. Um, and things begin to get l- much lighter, um, both your feeling towards the world as well as the environment around you. Um, as you at the end, we're all singing along. Dashboard confessional, emo shits all over the place. <laughs> Uh, My man, Donnie, you've got a set of pipes on you. Ah, I just felt like we needed a real pick-me-up at this moment. It's true. Why haven't we been playing, like, travel games and sing-alongs? We've been really wasting this. Travel Boggle. Ah. Didn't think to bust it out. Um, You you bust out Travel Boggle, and uh, another couple hours pass, and you make it to a solitary building um, that looks very similar to the one that you left with Reginald. Guys, uh, I think we might be here. That, or we've just gone in one big-ass circle. Oh, no. Do you think we went in a circle? Oh, God. I hope not. You pull up to the building, and there's a similar garage. Snow is pushed up, but you see kind of the panels move up, and the snow falls into the garage. Uh, You drive in, and then hear the gate close behind you. Step out and see a door open and a small kobold run out and says, eh, you guys made it back there. That's great. Re- Reginald? Yep. Yep. But it's me. We Okay. What? Did we what? just go? Yeah. Yeah, I needed you to go to get the sticker so we could put it on the thing. But uh, east and north does not a circle make. No. Well, see, the plane of ice is actually uh, very spherical. 
So if you go kind of out one way and then up another way, you make it back here. Huh. Okay, I mean, I don't think my spatial skills are good enough to grasp what you're saying, but can you please just assure me that we're supposed to be back here with you, not at a different TSA? Okay. Why didn't you just tell us that? Well, I don't know. I thought it'd be more adventurous to think that you were on this this quest to go out and like do a whole bunch of really great stuff when in actual fact I just need you to go on like a sticker run. Oh my god! I take the oh. stickers out of the pack. I'm like, I got a few, and I throw them at him. I just need one. You guys can keep these other ones here. Oh, okay. Yeah. He uh, he puts the sticker on the case. You see the place he puts it on illuminates, and uh, the cogwork falls into place. And before it, you see a shadowy veil of a portal open up. It's well, um, last run you got to do. It's it, it'll get you home. You got to take this case through the through the portal there. Meet with those Vistani and hand off the case, and then they're supposed to open another portal, and then they'll just. You'll be back in back in your material plane. How'd it go? You guys have fun? It's a real good travel period in, in, in you know yeah, time right lots now. Lots of downtime. Lots lot of downtime. Down uh yeah. fun fact. Ben now running the store. Good to know. Not to, called so Ben's called... though. No. Not not called Ben's. Okay. Um not Frank's anymore. So it's so it's not Frank's but it's not called Ben. What's it called? It's called not it's... Frank's anymore. Yeah. It's called Not Frank. So quotes, not Frank's anymore. Yeah. Yeah. The like name of the store. Not he just anymore. added a yeah. not, not yeah. Frank's so. anymore. Anymore. Owned by Ben. Owned yeah. by Ben. He writes this down um, in his in his Doesn't know journal. shit all about stickers. Also, little Surly, uh, don't try to barter with him or bargain with him at all. Mm. Okay. Yeah. But his facilities are clean. Um, I I give it uh four. His interplanar Yelp review is four out of five snowflakes. Right. Clean, good facilities. Good point, Thea. Um, he writes this down. Yeah, good, would, good. Yeah. Would stop again. Would, yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Not Frank's anymore. Putting it on the, the must-visit list for the plane of ice for the next folks through. Thank you for is this. Is the only thing on the list? Oh, I mean, I've got the sleeping moments and then... Um, you can say the sleeping old ones. We've already been through there. It was a little bit of a sad place. I mean, you made it back. Oh, You're dark. fine. I told right. you, you'd probably barely noticed. I mean, look at these two, though. And you guys both have eyeliner on now. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, I thought there was something different about yeah. your hair and the way you've done mm-hmm. yourself up here. Mm. Happen, d- different, different situations happen as people pass through, nevertheless. Um, so, yeah, you just pass through onto the shadow fell. And uh, then, uh, you know, hand that case off and away you go. And then we'll just like pop back to the material plane. Oh, there'd be like another portal that opens up once they missed. Do we need to know anything about the shadow fell? Uh, stay away from the shadows. Um, just kind of don't venture very far from where you land. And you should be okay. Are they going to meet us there? Are they yeah. already there? Are I mean, we going to wait sh- for them? It's kind of like a signal thing. The portal's been open, so that's signaled to them that they need to make a move. Okay. So they should be there pretty soon after you step through. Okay, guys, okay. let's do this. Let's do it. 
Thanks for everything. It's real nice, real nice meeting you. The uh, you along with the case uh, begin to move through the the portal into the Shadowfell. You see Reginald wave behind you as the portal closes, and you step through, and it's it feels very familiar, but at the same time, you feel um, Flint and Thea. What you felt with the sleeping passing over or passing through the sleeping old ones, uh, you feel uh, very much the same thing. Like energy and hope is being drawn from you. And as you get this feeling, as you step into the Shadowfell, you see mist roil up from beyond just a little hill, and you hear the clip-clopping of horses and a carriage come over the hill. You see a middle-aged couple uh, seated at the front of this carriage, and a teenage uh, girl. They all dress in very flamboyant clothes with many different colors, very floral patterns. Um, And there are a... As they get closer, you see they have a multitude of extravagant flourishes, including jewelry and colored glass. They ride up to you and greet you and say, I see you have the case. You are the... What was it? The Decimators of Dragons, yes? Yes. Yeah, something like that. Wonderful. It is so good to see you. Would you like some food? Would you like something we have to offer you here? Sure. Yeah? Get some food, Maribel. And the daughter um, goes into the back and comes out with some some bread and some fruit, hands them to you, and says, Would you you mind, good sir, helping me load... uh, load the case up into the back of our uh, our carriage here. Sure thing, yeah. It's covered in, like, my alchemical romance stickers. Uh, it's picked up a few more... Uh... <laughs> Thanks, girl! <laughs> that was, was a like, good joke. Thank you! <laughs> Thank you for appreciating it. it was, I liked it a lot. It's picked up a few extra extra interplanet... We'll, we'll take care of those. We'll just, we'll just rub those off. Get a little... Rubbing alcohol to get rid of those ones, that's fine. Um, yes. How did your How did your travels go? Uh, it was uh, It was okay. Word of advice, though, I wouldn't ask these things for any um, any help. They weren't too helpful. Oh, okay. Good. Good to know. Um, we are We are specifically set to take it to the next adventuring group, but I will tell them. Um, I will tell them how utterly as much. useless they are. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That. Although yeah. I'm sure it'll be very useful for the, the Hollyfoot. Perfect. That's great. You hear from the case the sound of the Celestials as it's loaded into the back of the carriage. You hear it go, Yeah, we knew you were on just a milk run, so we just thought you'd be okay. Well, you were right. La-dee-da. Yeah, so it's fine. All right, good luck. The family... Uh, loads back into the carriage and says, well, um, we will, we will be off this way. He waves his hand over to the left and another, uh, a portal opens up. It's mist covered and much like when they appear, much, much like when they appeared and you see beyond it, the, the tavern at Baldur's Gate it says, uh, we are off this way. We must be, must be quick. Um, it was a pleasure to meet you. Um, I wish you the best of luck. With everything. Well, thank you. And you as well. Be safe. 
The man calls to the horses, Laszlo, Radu! He snaps the reins and they ride off into the mist, disappearing um, in this rolling blackness. And you... Walk through this fucking portal. I guess we roll back through that portal. Go back to the material plane. You step back through and you see Tibby waiting there at the table and he says, well, that was quick. It was only like uh, 20 minutes that you were gone. Oh, time must not Ta- work the same time. there as here then. Yeah, no, no, it's uh, it's it's pretty quick, uh, pretty quick uh, trip there. So, y- up for catching up on old times? Always. Yeah, I could go for a pint. Waiter brings you some, and it fades out into a scene of recounting uh, your trip and other things here on Dungeons and Dragons. We did it, guys. We got the sticker. <laughs> we got well, the sticker. We sure we did. We went in a circle. We had we, a sing-along. Yep. Yeah. We took we got turns a driving. Sad. I mean, honestly, it was a pretty standard road trip. We stopped at a convenience <laughs> store and went pee. We That's took true. turns driving. Things got Only a bit a few melancholy. suicidal thoughts. Yeah. Just a just a nice road trip. You know what? It's just an average day for us Dungeons and Dragons. And if you want to catch more of us, if you liked what we did here today, we'd love for you to come join us on our adventure. Please just visit uh, dumbdragons.com or search for Dungeons and Dragons. That's D-U-M-B, Jens, G-E-O-N-S, <laughs> and Dragons. Anywhere you can download podcasts. Thank you, everybody. Have fun on the next adventure. Thank you. The music in today's episode, Nowhere Land, Industrious Ferret, Investigations, Glitter Blast, Lost Time, Long Note 1, Long Note 2, and Long Note 4 are by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0. Visit creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. This is Yanni, and welcome to Season 2 of Harlem Queen. Thank you for listening. The season picks up with the search for Michelle. You are listening to the Floyd J. Kelvin program. And now, straight to the headlines. Manhattan debutante and socialite Michelle Mondesir has been kidnapped from her Connecticut boarding school. There is a tri-state search for Mademoiselle Mondesir, who is 15 years of age, Caucasian, and was last seen yesterday evening going to her dormitory. Stephanie is frantic and she risks all in order to find her missing daughter. We will find Michelle. There are troopers all along the New Jersey and Pennsylvania highways. That's not enough. Madame Stephanie St. Clair posted a $10,000 reward for information that leads to the safe return of Ms. Mondesir. You need to take down your reward, Stephanie. I will not. Those no-good couples are already saying she's dead. The connection between the debutante and the numbers queen is unclear. And Stephanie still has to contend with Luciano and Schultz plotting to push her out of her own turf. Word on the street is that it's Schultz. Who cares about a lost colored girl? This one is white. Fifth Avenue debutant, lot of money, well connected. And I want to find out why Stephanie is so fixated on the girl. Stephanie is highly invested in her safe return. 
What do you need me to do? I need you to cheese it. What about Sinclair? You tried to clip her twice. Is she pushing up daisies? No. We're gonna get her another way. Even Halstein is suspicious. Is he truly a friend or a foe? She's putting herself behind the eight ball. There's something more there, and I need to find out. In the meantime, someone has to earn the money she's deciding not to earn. You have no power in this case, Stephanie. In fact, you're a liability. I will do everything in my power to get her home safe and sound. Listen up for season two. Harlem Queen is a recipient of the Lower Manhattan Cultural Council's Creative Engagement Grant. And once we all get through this safe and sound, we will have a live radio show of Harlem Queen this fall. More episodes to come. Take good care and stay well. Thank you.